Welcome to Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. MageMail brings your customers back with customer lifecycle email from Magento. Start your no-risk trial today at magemail.co. Sanasi, the creators of MageStack, the Magento operating system. Check them out online at sanasi.com slash magetalk. And by TaxJar. Visit TaxJar today at taxjar.com slash magetalk and receive a 30-day free trial. And by Nucleus Commerce. Nucleus Commerce unites the very best of Magento to help merchants and developers save time and money. Find out more today at NucleusCommerce.com. And by Shipper HQ. Try Shipper HQ today free for 30 days at ShipperHQ.com. Hello, welcome to Mage Talk, the Magento <laughs> community podcast. I'm going to get it out. I'm K- <laughs> I'm Kaylin, and I'm joined at all, as always by the amazing, the incredible, the intelligent, the, the inimitable. Efficient. You can say that. I can't even say <laughs> that word. Inimitable. 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 I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Philip Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. Philip Jackson. Philip Jackson. <clears throat> well, now that and, we have um, a really bad intro out of the way, why don't we do a good one? No, no, no. Let's roll. <laughs> let's roll. Keep it going. Uh, okay. You're, so we're back. You're starting to make me feel. And bad we're back. About my intro. We're back. We're back. We're back in action. We're back. We're back in gear. We're we back. We have no business. idea what episode number this is. <laughs> Podcast. This is problems, uh, at, but, at, uh, at some point in time. This is going to be released around Christmas, I think, at this rate. Um, <laughs> sometime. So it's probably wherever you are. It's winter time here in the Western Hemisphere. Um, <laughs> Make sure to uh, you know, wait, you know, bundle yeah. up. You know, maybe get hold maybe your, wear some hold nice your thick significant socks. other close with some eggnog. Um, you know that sort you know. of thing. Anyway, uh, it's been a little while since we recorded a podcast. Uh, last time I saw you, Kalen, was at uh, Meet Magenta New York in New yeah. York New City. New York City, get a rope. New. No. <laughs> yeah, no, we were pounding the pace, Bacani, <laughs> and uh, among other among other things. Anybody who gets that reference. Is yeah is going exactly. to be entered into exactly. a contest to win yeah. a bottle of a you bottle win. of Facebook. Yeah. No, but yeah, so we were yeah, so New York was good, was great. We we were hoping we didn't do any actual podcasting there, which yeah. is too bad. And by we, yep. I mean me, because that was sort yep. of on me, because uh, you did it the it's last fine. time around. Well, I and, I left my uh, house. I left my house fun. at like four thirty in the morning. To get on a plane to come to at uh, Meet Magento, and I realized at four thirty in the morning, I'm like, oh man, I left my stupid, I left my stupid microphone at home, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna go back to get it. Yep, yeah. yep. I'm slowly but surely rebuilding my reputation because I, I used to be the guy who forgets everything, forgets his laptop, forgets his microphone. Now I'm the guy who remembers his microphone. The guy who remembers yeah. his laptop. So and, I'm and slowly eventually, but surely building if, 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 if credibility. Given an, uh, an eon or two, you'll be the guy who remembers to record <laughs> while he has his microphone <laughs> or his laptop. Yes, yes. No, but it, that's, it's uh, that's that's I've my next this. step. I missed you, man. I think everybody yeah. misses us. Um, I haven't done any prep at all for this, so I have no idea oh what's my gosh. happening. There's so much in the world. In in. In there's the so much going sphere. on that we won't do justice because we're not prepped. But I will say this: there's there's some really relevant stuff that I'd like to talk about. Yeah, while you type, while you find things to talk about, I'm gonna I'm gonna give I you a do, thing to talk um, about. 
I'm just I'm just googling I'm just googling. That's what you do. You Google Magento to find content for the show. Hold on, hold on. E-commerce software. (laughs) So if you're looking for an (laughs) e-commerce platform for growth, this may be the software for you. No, um, no. I was actually I had a couple things in mind. I wanted. I'm just putting down some notes. I want to talk about the Alan Kent uh, post. Oh, I didn't read it. On what was it? I didn't read it. Composering, versioning. I didn't really have too much depth of insight, but I'm just well. Down some well, quick let's notes. not let's not keep the people waiting. Why don't you go ahead and bring those up there? Since we went <laughs> okay. ahead and did it, we're off script. Bring people. Up. We have no idea what's going on. We haven't done this in ages, so we're, <laughs> we're, just, we're kind of finding our footing. We, it's like it's you're like going to be lucky if that, we actually uh, recorded this that you, properly. You know, that you 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 reunited and. <laughs> Reunited, it feels so good. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Um, I know. Yeah, so yeah, it's, I know. it's like know you know, we're just that. kind of we're we're trying to find our pace. You know, we're getting our our groove back, it's, our rhythm back. But I, a lot of people have told me that they like. Of course, it's mostly my friends that tell me this, so they're probably yeah, just saying it to be. They're nice, being nice that they like the episodes where we just talk kind of casually and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so like we're that. just listening so, to. The, we're giving the people um, what they want. That's what we're. We're giving the people what they want at the end of the day is really what we're doing. Um, and also, we there's always the chance that we change this podcast from Mage Talk to the Philip yeah. and Kalen show and just yeah. talk crazy. Yep. yep. Yeah, it'd be um, like. So let us know if that's well, we what you're gonna, into. We were going to change it at so, one point to um, uh, Reptile Today, and we we're going to just talk about everything about reptiles because, you know, that's a big passion of both <laughs> that you and I both share. That's, um, that's, that's so weird. That's, Episode title. That's super weird. Okay. Are you into red? Because I know you have a foot no. Ew, thing. gross. Do you have what? a weird? Do you do you have a weird reptile? There are three thing? types of people in this world. We've... You ready? <laughs> there are people who are super into reptiles. There are people who are super into feet, and then there's a lot of normal people. That's that's. <laughs> okay. I am in the normal category. <laughs> No, I'm not like super into reptiles myself either. Um, I mean, I'll is a turtle. I'm gonna is a tur- a turtle's not a reptile, technically speaking. Right? A turtle is is more in the tortugan family. So, according to Wikipedia, turtles are are basically a reptile. Because did you just say that you hate cute little baby turtles and you want to kill? All of the cute baby turtles in the world. Is yeah, that what you I just mean, said? I, I, I didn't say it exactly like that because of the 140 character limit on Twitter. But yeah, pretty much. It's so funny. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been sort of binging on some politics oh stuff. Please it's stop really it. bad. Please it's bad stop for you. your health. I'm, I'm stopping right now. The only thing I'll say is that it's so like reporters. That's literally what they do. Like they ask the most absurd variation of whatever you said. Anyway, it's 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 bad. I'm gonna forget that I just okay. About yeah, let's not ever so. do that again. Okay, so Alan Kent, Alan Kent posted a blog. <laughs> Alan Kent, yes, he did post a blog on his blog. Uh, I, I, was, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, the uh, what's what is it? Bob blah blah. Yeah, Bob blah blah. Yeah, blah blah blahs. Blah blah blah. Yeah, we need. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Yeah. So okay, so the basically the post was on uh, virgining stuff uh, for Magento to. And how to deal with, um, you know, sort of different versioning issues. Basically, honestly, I didn't complete as funny. I read Karen's comment on it and she's like, look, this is pretty complicated. I had to reread this post like four times and I read it once and I didn't fully get it. But but one of the gists of it was like when extension, like 
as we go forward with Magento 2, each module uh, is going to have its own version and at some point probably its own repository even, right? For even the core modules are going to have their own repositories and they're going to be versioned separately yeah. and stuff, right? What are you doing? What are you doing in the right background? Now, You're like spinning something. Oh, sorry. I'm just kind of, I'm just, I'm just kind of shaking my stand. Yeah, let's not do that, that for the, the sake of the recording. So, Let's try not yep. to do okay. that so yep. much. Yep. So everything's um, gonna go. So, keep going. Keep going. So brush my so soul anyway, a so he was, <laughs> So he was talking about you know how to handle dependencies basically, um, and in particular if you're an extension vendor and you want to build for specific versions of the core. Well, now you're talking about various permutations of all of the different core version numbers. Right is basically one of the main gists of it. And so I remember, um, and, and I don't deal with a lot of this because, you know, I try to keep my connector extension really lightweight and so there's a whole other ball of wax for SAS stuff. So I'm sure there's a lot of people that could have a lot deeper insight of this, but you know, what I remember was when I installed a symphony, I was playing around with a symphony app mm -hmm. a, a while ago. Right. And it, you know, I installed an admin package and I found a couple of neat packages. And of course, Composer figures out all your version numbers and stuff for you. And I don't know, I'm sure you've run into this kind of thing before where anytime you're working in kind of a big package with a lot of dependencies, in theory, everything's automated, everything's beautiful with Composer. But in practice, you know, you run into some weird, obscure bug, you search it out, and then it turns out you want to be on version 2.4 instead of 2.5. <laughs> yeah. Right? Of right, the admin course, bundle. Right. You update that, then that cascades into 5,000 dependencies that need to get updated. They happen automatically, which is great. So they all happen automatically. But then you run into some other weird thing. So anyway, what I what I ended up finding through that little exercise was basically once, and it's funny, it's like once you find a stable set of versions, you don't want right. to touch them. You know, you just, you just don't want to touch them. And it, it brings you back to that same issue with you know magento one where you you, you know for different completely different reasons you don't want to update um so anyway that was just the 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 thing that i hit so i think even with a fully composerized situation you're probably and, and alan did mention this where you're probably going to want to settle on certain stable and well-tested and kind of well you know, more popular uh, version configurations. And maybe once a quarter you're going in and you're testing against kind of the most stable or popular set of, right. of versions. Um, so at the end of the day, you're probably going to end up doing that. You know, you're not going to be updating every single point release, most likely, uh, even though it would be nice in theory if you were, but uh, you know, who knows? But anyway, that was just sort of the thing that I, so let me give you my take thought about for that. But, <clears throat> Um, you yeah, you do that. Uh, I will. Um, goodness gracious, Kalen, got to got to get that in there for you. The, the problem, you missed it. the signature the problem that I have, yeah. um, with this whole thing, uh, and I I don't know, like I I don't want to be the curmudgeon here. Um, it sounds like you're not totally sold to the, over go. the idea either. Um, you start like half of your spiels with. You know, I don't want to be Nate. I don't, don't want to be that guy. Boom. And, and then, you know, I, I say something totally Boom. inflammatory <laughs> right afterward. <laughs> right. Um, but at least I said I didn't want to be that guy. Um, I, I, you know what? Like, I, I kind of feel like we have that to some degree today, right? So, like, if I go into uh, 
mage admin HTML. Um, <clears throat> and I, and I look at that module, that, that module at, uh, at present is at version 0.7.1. Right. And, uh-huh. and, you know, so Magento one didn't do a really great job of making sure that Magento that mage admin HTML module, uh, had zero dependency on other modules. Right. But I think that we all know that there's always going to be a hard dependency uh, from module to module. You can't can't you you inject that dependency so you make it testable. But you know certain modules have you know you for instance a customer module is going to have some impact on a sales module which creates an order for a customer right like they they are inter inter well sales is dependent on customer in some way at some point. But I guess the thing that I, I yep. I'm going to come back to is you know, there will be minimum version dependencies for specific modules on other modules. And like you said, the ecosystem may not be evolved enough to understand how to limit its impact on another module so that you can upgrade and, you know, that could have a knock-on effect is I guess what I'm saying in in a negative way that you're not really anticipating. A module vendor could be doing something with sales that requires a very specific version, but you're now locked into an old version of Magento because you can't upgrade because your third party, you know, has some some dependency on a specific version. I see what you're saying. You could actually wind up, yeah. depending on the kind of uh, dependencies that there are, you know, if you have five different m- modules from five module version m- module vendors, you could wind up with almost an impossible scenario, right? Like I'm dependent right. on this version of the admin module and that version of the customer module. And, you know, each one has these weird interdependencies that are not actually compatible. I, I would think that's a worst right. case scenario. I don't know how that could happen. Um, I mean, hopefully that's more of an edge. I, I don't know that it could happen. Yeah, I don't know are... that it could because um, it doesn't actually happen today. But especially when you, you know, it would be very difficult for you to. Um, I mean, they could even be artificial, you know, they could be artificial dependencies almost where you could. Uh, I don't know, you you, you take a let's, let's, I create a Magento module. I can do two things. I can create a version dependency where I I in I I create something that says uh it will check the Magento version to make sure it's the correct Magento version and it could halt the module or even all of Magento to say that you're not running the correct version of Magento. I can do that today. That's probably not a good idea, yeah. but I can do it, right? I can do the same with PHP, yep. right? Magento when it starts up checks the PHP version to make sure that you're running a correct version of PHP. That's, that is something that happens and, and it will throw up if you're not running a high enough version of PHP, if it's not within, you know, if you're, if you're running less than PHP 5.217, that's, that's a thing. It will say you're not running a good enough version of PHP. Anyway, I say all that to say it really is going to depend on, you know, the module vendor uh, not creating situations or scenarios where they lock themselves in specific versions knowing that there are forward compatibility issues so really this is it might come down to module vendors being good actors but it at you know we sort of have that situation today i don't know that this is a doomsday scenario mage talk is brought to you in part by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for magento you can be up and running in minutes and there's a no risk free trial Get your customers coming back to your website. You can start today by visiting MageMail online at magemail.co.
Mage Talk is brought to you in part by Sinassi Hosting. Sinassi is the creator of MageStack. They are a PCI DSS compliant leader in high performance, secure, and scalable Magento hosting. You can find out more about them today at sinassihosting.com slash magetalk. And by Shipper HQ. Take control of shipping in your cart with Shipper HQ. Offering enterprise level features and full control over what your customers see, Shipper HQ is the tool that you need to take your store to the next level. Now supporting hassle-free international shipping through Pitney Bowes. Try Shipper HQ today free for 30 days at shipperhq.com. And by TaxJar, an official Magento technology partner. TaxJar automates your sales tax rate calculations without breaking the checkout. It summarizes your sales tax reporting by state and local jurisdictions, and it even files your returns automatically. Installation is fast and easy, and so is the pricing. There are no contracts and no annoying salespeople. Stop spending time on sales tax. Get back to growing your business. Visit TaxJar today at taxjar.com slash talk for Magento sales tax done right. And by Nucleus Commerce. Nucleus Commerce brings together the most essential features and tools for building or upgrading on Magento. By uniting a curated set of extensions, exclusive functionality, Nucleus layers on top of either Magento community or enterprise, complementing the flexibility and the customization that's possible with all flavors of Magento. Learn more today by visiting NucleusCommerce.com. And by Shipper HQ. Take control of shipping in your cart with Shipper HQ. Offering enterprise-level features and full control over what your customers see, Shipper HQ is the tool that you need to take your store to the next level. Now supporting hassle-free international shipping through Pitney Bowes. Try Shipper HQ today free for 30 days at shipperhq.com. Yeah. I mean, I think we want to be optimistic. You know, I, I was just surprised by when I dove into Symphony and I thought, wow, Symphony has everything yeah. figured out. And I wasn't, I was using really well-established bundles. I wasn't doing anything weird. Right, 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 right. Kind right. of very, very unique. And I was just surprised by how many weird uh, version dependency things I ran into. And then when I finally got to the point that it was working, I was like, I'm yeah, not yeah, going to yeah, touch yeah, this yeah. for a long time. But, you know, we want to be optimistic. And and so, you know, I think if things go the right way, then things are going to be are going to be great. And also, again, always appreciate Alan getting feedback. On well, the thing stuff. the thing that I would awesome. also say, too, is is, you know, that's what it looks like, uh, you know, beginning of October 2015 before the product is actually live. And we'll see how things progress. You know, this is the plan, uh, but we'll see how things progress. Another good example of plans that are in motion um, is a, another little bit of news that, uh, so Magento announced, uh, back in August, I think, um, a partner program for partners to get certified as Magento two, uh, you know, integration partners. Um, and because mm-hmm. they, they're not going to have a, a Magento two certification until, you know, a year from general release. And they, they're doing that on purpose because they want to make sure that people take certification seriously and you cannot be a certified Magento 2 professional without having had, you know, time under your belt to have done it, at least in theory. It's a good example of, it's like that thing that happened where uh, uh, the SEC filed against uh, some some people for insider trading because they said that there's no physical way they could have placed uh, in order to, uh, to game the system um, because uh, they placed an order in New York um, and it was hitting the Chicago, uh, uh, this is, this is a great analogy, analogy. <laughs> but it was an order uh, that was supposed to 
to hit uh, right after an announcement, <clears throat> and uh, it hit the Chicago like Mercantile Exchange um, in four milliseconds. But it would have taken light longer to travel from New York to Chicago than four milliseconds or something like that. Wow. So long story short, it's like, oh, like they obviously knew what the answer was going to be. There was some insider trading. And I guess I I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, they want the partnership system. They want us to trust certified developers. And you can't say that you're a certified developer if there hasn't been some time to actually develop on Magento 2. So, OK, bad analogy. So. That's a long way. So, of so, so, so anyway, yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, there is a pre-qualification program for you to be able to so, so that, you know, companies can go to digital agencies and say, I need a Magento 2 site. They don't know which one to trust. Right. Because nobody's done Magento 2 yet. So they have a whole series of trainings yeah. and exercises to qualify people. Um, and so the fundamentals of Magento 2 course is up. It's available. It's been able you've been able to purchase it, you know, since I think July um, and that we, wow. you know, we at something digital have been working on this in the background, but the date for, um, for you to complete all the exercises was, uh, uh, supposed to be October 9th. Um, and then they would announce the partners, uh, you know, in the weeks to come, of uh, the people who actually qualified for the program, but you know, I don't know why, but they just decided that, um, we got a notice, uh, yesterday that they would be moving that date out to October 23rd. And, um, you know, it's just one of those, it's a good example of things in the Magento ecosystem that are in flux, you know, like there's, this is a, a great example of, well, we, you know, we're going to give you a little more time and you know what, we're thankful for it over, you know, at where I work, uh, we're going to give you a little more time to work on it. Um, and it's probably because either they've received some feedback or, you know, maybe they, they can, you know, it's all online training. They could probably tell that people haven't made their way all the way through it yet. Um, in bulk, but right. you know they're they're reacting to the community dynamically, and I think that you know for us to get all bent out of shape over you know a blog post that Alan Kent makes, um, you know here at the beginning of October before the the product's even live, um, is is you know when we just take that as you know stuff that's like commandments written on stone tablets which shall never change. Uh, I think we're taking the wrong approach here. It's this stuff's in flux. And they are listening to feedback, and they'll they'll change course if need be, or they'll adjust. Uh, but I think it's to, to kind of put stuff out there to get feedback from the community. Sadly, I think it's like five people yeah. over and over and over again who are you know being vocal about it. Um, and I don't know. You mean being vocal on the on the blog post or being vocal with the no? It, oh, I'm sorry. In, in, in Magento Magento two in general, stuff. it's like the same four or five oh, people yeah. that kind of come up all the time um, who are vocal about the Magento two stuff. Although it does seem like Magento 2 on GitHub is picking up. Um, so there was a big uh, a thing Ben Marks just put out on his blog, uh, I think day before last. Um, if you go to bhmarks.com, um, um, <laughs> which is my favorite blog post <laughs> title, bhmarks, it's like, you know. <clears throat> Dude, we have we announced that we uncovered Phil Winkle's Oh, no, 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 we're getting there. We're getting there. Hold on, hold on. Okay, that'll that'll okay. be a surprise teaser well, after, a grand, after the we'll uh, have a grand reveal. Uh, we'll do a surprise teaser, but anyway, stay um, tuned. So he just announced on his blog that uh, you know they want to uh, kind of change up the process for reporting issues on Magento two, and um, and even contributing code. And I want to know how you feel about this actually. Um, uh, so Magento uh -oh. two, uh, they're they're asking for issues to be filed. Um, on the Magento 2 repository, but preferably with an accompanying pull request. So basically it's like, 
if you're going to submit a bug, you need to have a, a fix along with it. So that's number one. Mm. Number two, because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they're saying there's been so much interaction on GitHub, they want to pr- now ch- kind of change the guidelines and provide more guidance. Number two is that makes any sense. installation mm-hmm. errors or any errors that, you know, uh, are unknown or some, some you know, random error instead of filing an issue on GitHub, they want you to go and use the Magento forum, which I, you know, I think is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then number three, and I think this ties into something that happened a couple weeks ago that we never talked about, uh, feature-based pull requests need to be discussed beforehand so that we don't <laughs> duplicate work. Okay, so that's the number three. I don't know if you've ever submitted a pull request to somebody and then they didn't merge. Oh it, gosh, but, no, that's um, never happened, Kalen. It's it's that's I don't know if that's happened. ever happened to you on any open source projects, but it's just the worst, you know. It's really it's really inexcusable. Well, the, okay, so um, so that's number three. I think this is because of yeah. uh, Yvonne. Um, uh, he. Oh, he did some stuff. Was it? No, it was. Uh, uh, he he no. basically made a huge proposal, a very well thought out proposal for multi inventory shipping, multi warehouse shipping. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very interesting, very interesting thing. So then the last piece, and I think this is the most important thing. <laughs> but he just did a proposal. He didn't. I think do he the had some work. I think he had something along with it. I don't know. I, I should go look. Oh, I should go look okay. before I say that. I don't know. Uh, this is uh, Ivan. Um, uh, oh, what's his name? <laughs> We've been out of this game so long, I can't even remember. Um, Chiperni. Chiperni. Yes. Chiperni. Um, Ivan Chiperni. Uh, so he puts. Um, he put. You know, this great pull. Well, uh, some some sort of feature. Uh, you know, he had like graphs and swim lanes and you know Venn diagrams. I don't know. Um, so anyway. Here's the big kicker, okay, on this on this GitHub uh, uh, contribution deal. Here's the kicker. Um, also, there to to establish the proper rights for contributed code, every contributor from here on out needs to sign a contributor license agreement. And now it's part uh, of the um, the suits are yeah, getting involved. We've integrated this check into the pull request processing, and we'll make that available soon. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's tackle these babies one at a time. So I'm getting a little. I'm getting so a little wind what, what, on your side or noise. Y- yeah. You know what? Let me go turn off the AC. Give me. Give me okay. one sec. Right. Okay. I'll go turn it off. Don't say anything crazy call. about me while I'm away. That's so much better. That is so I much better. That's so much crazy. better. Okay. I'm really destroying the audio yeah, quality it's fine. today. I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'll just be editing this for three more weeks. So <laughs> so which of those things were you, were you uh, no, wanting my yeah, expert your, your stage on? advice is, okay, so how about this? Um, <laughs> uh, Magento bugs should be filed along with a pull request fixing it. That makes sense because... Does um, it? Well, does well, it? if... Uh, it <laughs> does it, though? Does it? No, I mean, here's the thing. If it, uh, it depends if like normally when you think about GitHub, you think about developers going in and using something and filing an issue. So as a develop, I mean, I don't know you want to have that hard, hard requirement. I cannot completely understand why they're doing it probably, which is that 
you get a thousand bug reports, you get a hundred of them that have a pull request and the other 900 basically don't add much. So you say, Hey, look, let's just require a pull request. It's tough to have a hard requirement, of course, because sometimes you just, you notice an issue, you want to file it. So it's like, if there's like a hard rule in place that any of those issues without a pull request are going to just get completely trashed or something, that might be a little tricky because then, you know, sometimes you got to report. It's understanding to, it's understandable that they might push it back on you to eventually create a pull request, but to be able to initially file it, there's probably a lot of use cases where you're just going to want to file it real quick without doing the whole thing. Right. Yep. Right. Um, so that, I think that makes sense. And then the installation makes sense. They're probably, they probably want to, you know, they're going to get flooded with installation issues, right. Which aren't probably boiling down to kind of code level issues. So they want to push those off to the forum. That, that makes sense. I think. Um, and then, yeah. And then the feature based pull requests, I mean, they're probably just saying, Hey, before you go off and spend seven weeks, you know, writing 500,000 lines of code, you know, let's chat it out first. Right? Yeah. That Which makes is perfect what sense. It that makes like, perfect sense. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. And I just looked at the, um, uh, thing that, uh, the architectural uh, proposal that Ivan did and yeah, it looks like he, he specced it out really nicely. Um, and then he linked to kind of a gist from, Oh, is that what it was? Issue. Yeah, he he didn't so, actually issue a PR, yeah. but he gave some sort of guidance of if I were going to write this, this is what it would look like. Yeah, right. And right. he's great. Like, yeah, I think right. I think that's awesome. I think, you know, what's what's really tough, though, is. <sighs> they put out these things as grab bag issues, right? Multi warehouse inventory was one of them, I think. Um, oh, you know what? I take it back. He did write the code. He wrote like. A whole bunch of code. Yeah. Maybe these are just interfaces. So anyway, maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's what that's Well, I'm just saying this. Like, Like, if you're going to put out a grab bag issue and tell people to PR it, okay, obviously you don't want to make anyone feel bad because they wrote, you know, a thousand lines of code or 5,000 lines of code that, uh, you know, that is then to be rejected. Um, And they obviously don't want to duplicate efforts. But I think, like, what did, I don't know, what did they kind of expect was going to happen? Like. You know, they can't possibly talk to everybody like what? Okay, so what's going to happen? AOE is going to go to Magento and say, hey, we need to develop a, you know, a uh, uh, one of these grab bag items. And Magento is going to be like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Let's talk about how you will do it. And then someone else comes and says, oh, I'm going to develop that as well. And then what was Magento going to say? Oh, go work with those guys or like, I don't know how this actually plays out in real life. Um, yeah, I mean, it could get, it could get tricky timing wise and stuff yeah, like that. I, but I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, okay. So what about, um, and then the contributor yeah, agreement? Yeah, that's the one. I think that's the weirdest. Um, um, well, so, I mean, how, I mean, how does that, um, how does that normally get handled you know so basically they just want to say hey you're signing away all your rights i think it but doesn't it say like i don't know man it's crazy it's crazy (laughs) like you go to go to magento to uh github repo right now um yep uh and and at the very top there's this like awful legalese all submissions that you make through GitHub are subject to the following terms and conditions. You grant Magento a perpetual worldwide, not exclusive, no charge, royalty free, oh, right. revocable license under your applicable copyrights and patents to reproduce prepared derivative works of display publicly. It's like, give me a break. 
Like, you know, how is that not noticed enough that everything that you're submitting is going to be owned by, you know, a multinational faceless corporation, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't what? know. I'm sure that you know how it is, man. It's like I know, I know. They probably, I know. The lawyers probably said, "Hey, look, we need to have them sign a thing." I know. And so now they got to sign a thing. Know. You know, it's it's I it's. Know. Um, I'm curious I know. how. <laughs> I know. A few more times, a few more times for for emphasis. So I'm. Um, I mean, I'm always curious how other companies that are in a similar scenario work, where you're contributing to an open source product, but there's also an enterprise version of it there's also a company behind it and i'm always curious how other you know projects handle that kind of a thing because it's not i mean obviously there's a few more considerations if you're not a pure open source you know free open source thing um so i'm curious how other people i I can't think what's what's another very large commercial open source project i mean i'm thinking of oro of course they're a lot younger i'm thinking of uh <laughs> there's literally um, nothing else like gotta it. Be, there's like red oh, hat. Okay, there you go. That's a stuff. great example. Okay, hold on. Red right. hat. I, but like, I, don't I have know no idea can... that you uh, Red Hat's Enterprise, right? Yeah. Yeah. Red Hat's Enterprise. Oh, that's a whole conversation of what enterprise means. Oh, that was they another were, thing. No, we can hit that after the bump. On the Twitter's about that. Um uh Red Hat open So stack. many topics. Uh, let's see. Give us, give us, just hit, sit tight for twenty. Somebody minutes needs, while somebody needs to know this stuff. I bet you. Research. This is where, like, seven weeks later, Ben Marks is like, "Oh, if you'd have just asked me, I would have told you." <laughs> um, <laughs> well, he's probably, probably in like Hanoi right now. Yeah, let me let me check because he always says, "Hey, just Skype." Okay, me. you so Skype, Skype him right asynchronously. I'll Skype him asynchronously and see if he yeah, can correct. Yeah, I us. mean he could he could try. Um, Yo, Ben, <laughs> this is not very asynchronous, Galen. <laughs> what up? <laughs> We're live on the podcast right now. Let's see, no, no, tell We're him live. I love him. Tell him, I'm, no, no, um, don't tell him I love him. Tell him, tell him I'm 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 with somebody else right now. Make him jealous. Philip is with no, someone don't do else. That. Don't do that. Don't. Are you going to do it? You. Are you do it? <laughs> and Philip wants likes you. you Lol. To be jealous. Xoxo. You'll understand what this means. Soon. This makes no sense. Okay, all this right. Is Enough craziness. So this is this we'll, is literally we'll do the worst research. podcast we've ever made. <laughs> we'll sync up. We'll sync up offline <laughs> on that. But uh, there was um, <laughs> oh, big news. Uh, Creativity launched. Uh, oh, by the way, were we? I didn't want to ch- chop you off at the knees. Were we done on that topic? <laughs> Apparently, we are. Uh, Creativity <laughs> launched a Pinterest buyable pins integration for Magento. They've been working with uh, Pinterest and Magento, I guess, for the past little while on it. So that's cool. That's neat. Obviously, I'd be if I was a, an agency, I'd be excited to work with Pinterest. It's kind of a decent client. Yeah, I'd say well, kind of an interesting thing. The, I mean, the, Magento, Magento, obviously, we're also pretty excited about it. They were pumping it out there. Um, uh, yeah, and good for them. You know, like I, I remember when we first uh, met uh, uh, Josh and Jenna Warren, I, I thought like they kind of came out of nowhere and I was like, wait, what, like, who are these people? Um, but uh, doing some really solid work. They busted onto yeah. the scene of the Magento community and uh, they're now the foremost power couple. Well, it's like I said at uh, and, Meet Magento uh, New York, I, I think of them as the uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton of uh, Magento. 
And um, they don't like that. So I think it's funny. And so we're going to keep yeah, it. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. How <laughs> um, so we're going to strike that from the uh, But I, I do think, I um, think uh, uh, they do really quality work. Um, uh, I, you know, I love these little things that Magento is kind of like trying to stay, um, uh, you know, I don't want to say relevant because that makes it sound bad. But yeah, that's these little things that Magento is doing to. So negative No, it's today. good. This so is good negative. stuff. I will say that Shopify launched this as a one-click feature, like you know, a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, no, I know, but I mean, yeah. you know, still, it's 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 nice to have it. And there's some more, you know, it's a, it's it's a little more complicated to oh sure to do absolutely within, you know a deployed. Uh, I will say this though, like I I don't know what Creativity's deal is, but they have 17, 17 certified developers, seventeen. Whoa. Yeah. That's amazing. They have 17 of them. And they're a Magento Silver partner. Um, you know, uh, I, I think a good portion of those are in Poland. And I think uh, actually uh, they are hosting or or sponsoring uh, in a big way Meet Magento Poland, uh, which is not too too uh, long from now. Um, so, but anyway, uh, Creativity, they're doing awesome work. And I'm really glad to see, you know, smaller partners getting the love from Magento um, and getting, you know, kind of tired of hearing about, you know, the gorillas and the chorus. Um, I love hearing uh, about people who are doing great work that, you know, uh, they don't have to do 700 builds a year, um, you know, but they're, they're, they're the perfect size. I think, you know, these guys are awesome. Absolutely. I love them. Absolutely. Um, And uh, on that note, um, I don't know if this is even on that note. Have we mentioned shipper HQ is coming on board as a sponsor in this episode? Yep. Oh yes, very very excited, very excited about that. Um, uh, got a chance to hang out with Karen and the team. Actually, was it just Karen? No, they know, had. She had. Uh, she had. York, a, I think everybody Dan, was there, uh, or something. Someone was with her. Yeah, the team. The team, the team was there, and and uh, yeah, so they're going. I, I know they've been doing a lot of stuff on Big Commerce, which we're not going to talk about. Obviously, that's not true. We can talk about it. Wouldn't be wouldn't be appropriate. <laughs> But they're doing great, and uh, so that's exciting. We're going to have them as a sponsor. Yeah, and you know what um, um, I love is that uh, she's doing some really interesting work with uh, – um, uh, this is not integrated advertising. I'm, I'm genuinely interested. But uh, one of the big things that's uh, a challenge for uh, e-commerce at a certain level is doing international shipping and fulfillment. And, uh, you know, shipping is ship, literally mm-hmm. Shipper HQ's bread and butter. Um and so she's partnered uh, to do some integration with Pitney Bowes uh, to uh, to provide you know international tariff and and uh, and rate reporting and that sort of thing. And that's those are very very difficult challenges to overcome. Um, and she's oh, wow. she's she's you know she's forging. So there aren't just like APIs for that, like FedEx or whatever. It's, there aren't just APIs. You, you think that, that it would be easy, but it is not. It's very it's just very not. very oh, difficult. Wow. Um, uh, at my previous uh, company, we uh, we just set an arbitrarily high number uh, to try to cover uh, tariffs and duties. Um, like <laughs> you're like just charge forty percent. Yeah, that's to what everybody. we did. That's what we did. Anything no, left no, no, it over, was like flat. We'll it was like if it's it. not if it's not England <laughs> or Germany or Australia, it's sixty five dollar flat shipping. And um, so, and that's right. like you know, of course, nobody buys that. Um, and it's really tough. It's really tough to uh, to to accomplish this sort of stuff, especially with you know um, all of the the you know the the state of the world right now. 
uh, in certain parts of the the world, it's uh, it's very tough to kind of you know get that kind of uh, that kind of thing going. There's a couple uh, competitors that she has, like a company called Border Free, um, and some others. Um, which you know. sucks, <laughs> no. obviously. No, no, no. But I, I, yeah. I really want to have actually Karen come on and talk about the stuff she does. Uh, she's come on and talked about a lot of things uh, in the past. Uh, she came on once and, and, and sat in for an episode. One of my favorite episodes, by the way. Um, uh, Karen Baker of Web Shop Apps and Shipper HQ. But uh, I want to have her back on to talk about shipping because that's her. Uh, that's her. That's that's her. That's life her blood. jive. That's yeah. her jam. That's her thing. Um, and then another another fun uh, sponsorship topic. We've got the we've got a, a bit of of swag that is coming out. Philip, tell them what they're gonna get. Uh, it's the I'll okay. tell them what they're gonna get. It's the uh, official Mage Talk. Is that is that cup. actually happening? Is it that's really? happening? We've been it's really happening. We've been talking with Tax Jar. We've uh, partnered with yep, Tax our good Jar. Friends over at Tax Jar. You you're. You're good now friends. B, uh, BFF with Jennifer at Tax Jar. I totally am. Yeah, met her at in New York, and and super super cool. And uh, it was great to meet her. And I still haven't met um, Mark's Mark the best. Yet, but, I love uh, those guys. They're Tax Jar is a wonderful partner. Um, so we 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 were like, hey, we had you know we want to do something fun, whatever. And then so uh, we're doing this coffee <laughs> this coffee mug, and they had they helped us with it, and. Um, so now, you know, when you're when you're listening to the podcast, you got to have that official <laughs> you got to have yeah, that official you gotta coffee drink the, mug. You got to you got to uh, drink the coffee like Kaylin does and you got to like really slurp it. Sip it real loud. Really, really slurp it. Really it's the only way to do it. Coffee. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Uh where can we get that? Doing that. Kaylin. That's a good question and when you uh, don't have the answer get for back this to you. I will get back to you on that. I think that I'm I'm assuming what we'll do is sort of set up a page and let people go plug in their address and then have it yeah. shipped to them. So hopefully we can do it for for free. I don't know if we'll just need to cover shipping or something like that so that we don't you know lose yeah. our shirt. Uh, we need to do these, something with the coffee so mugs to you. It, uh, I don't know that a podcast has come out where we've talked about it yet. I know one exists that we've recorded that's not been published published yet. Um, but Mage Talk stickers, we have new uh, stickers in stock, and uh, I sent some with Ben uh, Marks uh, for him to travel around uh, the country with. Uh, or well, I guess he goes worldwide now. If you see Ben Marks somewhere, ask him for Mage Talk sticker. Uh, but the thing uh, that I think he, uh, we're trying to do is get stickers into the hands of people that won't necessarily be at a conference that that want a Mage Talk sticker. And there's, you know, a thousand, you know, I have a thousand stickers. There's tens of thousands of you people listening right now. So, you know, do the math. We have we have stickers. You want a sticker? Go get a sticker. Go MageTalk.com. Go get a sticker. Get a sticker. They're very expensive right now. I've got to work on on uh, on Sticker Mule to see if we can bring that price down. Um, but, uh, the idea is we want to get stickers to you. So let's figure it out. Let's do that. And then one other thing I wanted to just mention was that, uh, Sweet Tooth has a job posting, uh, for a, a Magento engineer. And, uh, so I just want to mention that, as you know, I, uh, got my start in, in Magento working for Sweet Tooth. Wow. You got all sorts of Oh, really? Of oh, no, I, I'm that sorry. I, that might uh, be a first, wow. hey, um, cool. And whoa, slow down there, buddy. So, uh, so anyway, if you're interested, check that out. Um, they're obviously up in up in the Toronto area, and uh, I believe it's re- yep, it's remote, so you can work remotely. And uh, yeah, if you want to be if you want to be like me, you want to be the next 
the next that's that is that, that was next weird Kaylin. why would you why would you ever say that, was that weird that got weird why would why you, you want to be like that? me who would even say that why would you even say that that's horrible that's terrible so don't apply for the job it's obviously not gonna yeah, be don't do that I terrible idea and uh reverse psychology I'm, I'm going reverse psychology okay so that's the plug for the for the magento job with sweet tooth there you have it and uh what were we gonna talk we about were. something else i had to, i had a whole uh had a whole thing planned for the show but we're gonna have to what's your whole we're gonna thing? have to save it for another show okay no but save this is good it. i mean you know what you know what's show. really surprising how much we're talking about magento 2 isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's like happening organically. Yes, it is. It, it really is. is. It's true. It totally is. We one hundred percent organic or um, artisanal free range Magento too. <laughs> I still. I'm going to say it again. I think somebody could do a Magento two podcast and only cover Magento two stuff and just literally read every single commit on GitHub to you. That's such a terrible podcast. form of radio. Not terrible. literally. Terrible. Not, li- not literally. Well, they but really, they, really they, they wouldn't be able to do that, it. actually, without you signing a, a worldwide, non-exclusive, forever license. Digital yeah, yeah, rights exactly. free blah, blah, blah. for all yeah. time. Yeah. Da, 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 in, yeah. in perpetuity. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. you would have to sign that. Ah. But then you could do it. Yeah. But then you could do it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. Think about all it. All right, well, let's Think continue to dig this grave. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, go, go on iTunes, uh, subscribe. Hit us up at magetalk.com and uh, make sure that uh, if you're if you're listening on Android, uh, use Stitcher um, uh, or or some other podcatcher. That's a thing, right? We say that now. Podcatcher. Uh, use some other thing, but uh, our XML feed is is on magetalk.com uh, RSS feed. We'd love for uh, for you to also uh, uh, shoot us a, a review um, uh, and tell us uh, what you think. Send us some feedback. Uh, please get engaged. Get involved. We want to hear from you. Um, we're always looking uh, for people to tell their story too. Um, as you as you probably heard uh, uh, not too long ago, we're looking for merchants to come tell their story of how Magento has changed you, uh, you and changed your business. Um, and uh, so we'd we'd love to have you. Uh, please get in contact with us with contact form at magetalk.com. Yes, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Go build some awesome stuff. Peace. And we'll Adios. talk to you later.